0: as the devils embark on their season-long journey they begin with a mixture of veterans and youth that has made the start of this season as highly anticipated as any since what are fondly called the cup years i'm matt Lachlan, along with chris westcott this is the official devils podcast and there is a sense of anticipation chris that has not been seen for many many years around here Uh, the devils have that veteran group but they have a lot of youngsters too what are you most looking forward to
1: I think for me, it's kind of the same storyline we've been talking about all offseason in terms of Ray Shiro and his team have put together a roster that's ready to compete now. But how do these pieces mesh together? And, you know, that's as simple as you get Taylor Hall back. But, and he looked great in preseason, but how does he rebound from just playing 33 games last year? How does PK Subban's personality and play mesh? He's hungry coming off a down year. He wants to prove that he hasn't lost a step. How does he mesh with this team? How does Wayne Simmons fit in with this team? How does Nikita Gusev translate over to a North American game? Obviously we've seen some great signs, small sample size in preseason, but now, how does that mesh? How do these players coexist, and does that translate to wins? Which, undoubtedly, I think will. But how does that how does that work out for the Devils? No
0: history? question, it's an interesting process, and it uh, it will build and build as time goes on, and as this team gets more cohesive. Nikita Gusev, uh, Nikita Gusev cannot win the Calder Trophy; he's too old. Jack Hughes can; he's in the conversation. But there's another Devils rookie who will be with this team, making the club out of camp, Jesper Boquist.
1: Yeah, and I think he's shown he is ready to be um, an impact player in the NHL if he can get his confidence going. I think he's shown that all around his game has improved. He earned his spot on this roster. He's going to be put in positions to succeed on this roster as long as he continues to earn them. As we know, John Hines makes you earn everything you get. Um, But he is an exciting player. I think he's improved his physicality his drive, um, you know, shift to shift, and I think that he's ready to take that step. So it will be interesting to see how he competes this year.
0: He is a second-round draft pick in 2017, and he is our guest on the official Devils podcast. And we're very pleased to welcome to the podcast one of the youngest members of the team, 20-year-old Jesper Boquist. Jesper, thanks very much for giving us a few minutes of your time. Thanks for having me. I'm wondering what's going through your mind right now as we record this. You've just concluded the final practice before the season starts. And as you get ready to start an NHL career, what's going through your head?
2: Like, of course, it's a lot of fun to still be here. And uh, it's, uh, it's a dream come true for sure to be on an NHL roster. So uh, uh, a lot of fun.
0: Are you nervous?
2: Well, n- not really. If if I play, I will be nervous. Like, but uh, not really now. No.
1: I think he's more nervous for this podcast. Yeah, I am <laughs> actually. I am actually. So, <laughs>
2: um,
1: you know, can you take us through the moment when you found out that your spot was safe and that you would be on the roster? Uh, what What was that like for you? Uh,
2: yeah. Well, we you he called called me for meeting, so uh, I just went there, and uh, he told me that. Um, I made the roster, so uh, like I wasn't that nervous before, cause I don't know why though. But and then uh, I went nervous when when he told me that, and uh, of course the dream went true there too, and uh, uh, same there, a lot of fun.
0: Well, I guess at that moment that's when you realized. all the hard work you've put in and and you've approached it the right way during the summer and then during the prospects challenge, if I make this team, if I do all the right things, I might make this team. You finally were told you had made the team. And so it's,
2: wow. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you said, I always like, speaking of like, always got to do my best and all that. So, uh, well, I get, I was get get paid for it now, and uh, <laughs> so it's it's uh, it's fun.
1: When did you first think, you know, when you were younger and you were playing hockey, like I've got a real chance at making an NHL roster someday?
2: Well, maybe last year. <laughs> uh, uh, I I don't know really. Like uh, I haven't thought too much about that, but uh, always have had that as a as a dream. So. But maybe last year, like, yeah, uh, I maybe can make a roster. So, uh, that was, uh, and I just did it. So, it was fun.
1: What's your earliest hockey memory? You know, sometimes when I ask players this, they'll talk about playing knee hockey in their basement or long rides to rinks. You know, what's your earliest hockey memory?
2: Uh... My earliest hockey memory was the first like, tournament we played in, uh, with, with our youth team in Hidemura. so uh, probably that, and it was in Lexan, so uh, big big rivalry from uh, Brynäs uh, that I played last year, so probably that tournament.
0: What happened in that tournament that made you think this could happen?
2: what do you mean like
0: what occurred did did you play particularly well or was it against an older group and you thought hey I, I might be able to stay uh, with these guys
2: well I think it was um, the first t- tournament we went on and uh, uh, we won and I won the, won the scoring board or what do you say like so that uh, uh, yeah, was a fun tournament and I felt the first time play against like teams around around the country more and uh, uh, saw those plays too and uh, felt that I can play too
0: I have to ask you because you know Chris referenced it about maybe being more nervous for this interview than (laughs) anticipating your first NHL game how hard is it to be able to take some of the things the adjustment to North America some of the sayings that we have here some of the way we express ourselves and compute it take it from English to Swedish, understand what we're saying, and then uh, spit it back out in English again. Uh,
2: yeah, it's hard, but you get a little bit used to it, like every day. And uh, uh, I guess I'm better, better at English and understanding now. Uh, like, for, like I don't know what to say, but a couple of years back I didn't like understand that much, maybe, and uh, now I I do more. You are taught. English
0: to a degree in Sweden, correct? Yeah, yeah. But obviously, it's not your native language. So, what has helped you make the adjustment? Like, what do you, do you watch? Certain TV shows? Uh, do you, how do you how do you like, learn to speak you, the language?
2: Like the guys around here is helpful a lot. Like, if you don't like, you can't like pronounce it right, or uh, they don't know what to, what I mean or something. They listen and take it and slow and easy. So. I guess the guys around here and obviously Bradder, too uh, have helped me a lot too. His his English is pretty good, so uh, and then uh, of course the that we have English in school back home too. It's uh, have helped too.
1: Well, you mentioned Jesper Bratt. I mean, mm. you're moving in with him. Yeah, that's pretty exciting for you, <laughs> right? Yeah,
2: of course. He's a great guy, so uh, a good friend of mine too. So it's it should be fun.
1: How's that going to work out? Who's who's going to cook? Who's gonna clean? <laughs> what what what's the division of labor here?
2: We haven't talked about that yet, <laughs> but uh, I think we we'll split that and uh, do, do both things like split fifty fifty. You
1: guys have a, a long history with knowing each other. Yep. You know how much does that help you entering the National Hockey League in a different country, and you have him to lean on.
2: Uh it's it's it have been like great for me like he he he've been here like 3 years now and uh, he knows uh, thing what what everything how how it works and uh he, he have told me like jersey City and all that and uh if I have a question I ask him and he answer like he knows everything so uh he have been great to me so far
0: What's the biggest bit of advice you've gotten from Jesper whether it's about Living in New Jersey or North America, or playing the game on a smaller rink at at the highest
2: level I guess don't think think so much uh, like NHL is huge, of course, but you're still a human human, and uh, uh, you only can do your best and don't think too much. I well, guess. Yeah, and
0: and that certainly will help you. Yeah. What about living in North America or living in Jersey City? Yeah. Much bigger than the town you you came from. The area yeah, is overall areas. It, it
2: is. I'm not really used to to the big like cities and stuff. So, uh, but uh, I guess you get used to that too. And uh, yeah, how big is your hometown? How large population is? Uh, Seven thousand. Like, my hometown. And then when I moved to Javle, uh, where I played in Brinas, it's like 100K. So, uh, I take small steps all the time.
1: (laughs) I I find sometimes people have such a connection with their hometowns and and their upbringings because through food and, you know, maybe some of the things that you would have eaten over in Sweden, you know, what was like a home-cooked meal that that would kind of bring you back?
2: Uh, Of course, meatballs. Of (laughs) course, meatballs. Uh, No, well... I guess my mom is a great cook, and uh, uh, I don't know, like, it was kind of a lot of years back I lived at home, but I guess meatballs and pasta or something, yeah.
1: So we have to find a Swedish meatball shop in Jersey. I don't know.
2: Do they have an Ikea, maybe?
1: There is an
0: Ikea Ikea not too far. It's in Elizabeth, which is very close to where we are now and where you live. So you'll be able to find something there. (laughs) I I would think, though, if you cross the Hudson River, there might be something in Jersey. I mean, in Hoboken, in Jersey City. But certainly in Manhattan, you'd find an authentic Swedish meal. Yeah. Yeah. Will your parents be coming over at any time? And will yeah, mom next be, a- mom will be week, a- Well, yeah. then mom will be able to give you that nice home. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah, maybe It kind of hard now, when I don't have my own place. But we will, we'll, we'll find something to do. What,
0: what was the reaction when you told mom and dad that you had made the team?
2: Uh, that was more nervous than a meeting, too. I guess uh, it was. Uh, I just called them right after, and uh, they were like really happy for me and and all that so uh, it was it was a dream come true telling them too like they have like helped me like since i started and uh, you know uh, gave up much to help us play so uh, it's uh, a lot of of them working that i'm here now so a lot of sacrifice yeah yeah, exactly exactly yeah so uh,
1: yeah Tell me about the relationship with your brother Adam, and and how close you guys are.
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess we we are like best friends. We we can hang out like just two of us and have fun too. And uh, we talk uh, pretty much every day and uh, uh, help each other out. Like he he was here last year when I wasn't, and uh, so I can be as prepared as I can when I get here. And uh, yeah, we're we're like best friends.
1: He's obviously with the Chicago Blackhawks organization. Did you see the highlight from the preseason game yeah, where he uh, went between the legs? Yeah, he sent me those. Yeah, he sent you <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. So you didn't search him out. He no. sent them right to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, do you guys like, you know, you say you talk every day, but is that the kind of stuff that you would text each other? Often, uh, or?
2: It's, it's actually more about other stuff than hockey. Of course, there's a lot of hockey too, but maybe 60% is other stuff, like just l- life, yeah. I guess, yeah.
0: It's just you and your brother and the yeah, other yeah, family exactly, members. Yeah. So how is it, do you think, for mom and dad, because now both of the boys are here oh, yeah. far, far away. Your brother was last year, but you know, at least they could see you more frequently. Uh,
2: is it hard for them? Uh, well, Happy well on one hand, but hard uh, on the other? Yeah, others? exactly. Like They haven't watched like, every game well, well played, so uh, uh, I guess then we'll... They will stay up at night and, and watch us. So, uh, but I don't know. It's I think it's a little bit harder for them because them is like so far from us. And we we live in a dream here, you know. So, uh, but of course, it's hard to be so far from them. Of course, yeah.
1: Outside of your family, are there any more role models coming out of hockey that you would look back on and have helped you along the way?
2: Uh, Of course, I have some childhood idols, like players on on the men's team in my hometown team. Like, it's a lower division, men's team, but still guys on there who, like, was my idols when I was, like, 8 to 10 to 12, like, so Uh, a couple of those guys, and and they they, they text me, like, still, so Uh, we was running around the room there and my the our father was the was a coach on that team, so uh, of course a lot of those guys too. And and Backstrom for sure. Yeah, I watched him since since that time too. So uh, yeah, there is a lot of guys there. Yeah.
1: If you could play on a line with any NHL player past or present, who would you pick? Uh,
2: so two guys, uh, Peter Forsberg and. Uh, Taylor Hall, maybe Taylor Hall. <laughs> nice. Oh, we'll have
1: to go. You know, maybe Taylor Hall in the next podcast or something. Ex- that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If he says you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Uh,
0: you got a chance to meet Nicholas Backstrom. Yeah, this I didn't. Did. Yeah, I, I did. mean, you've met him, but you, you you were working out together or in the same place. Tell us that story.
2: Uh, yeah, exactly. He he's from that Yavle in that town, so he he have been in, he played in Brindis before he went over here too, so. He had been there around around the rink and stuff during the summers earlier too, but now I was able to skate with him this summer, so uh, to see him this clo- that close and how how good he is and uh, how he prepares himself for, for the seasons and stuff, so uh, it was a lot of fun. Did you get a chance to speak with him at all? Well, yeah, a little bit, of course, but uh, I was in... On the other side of the locker room so it was kind of hard but of course a little bit
0: what what did you did you was it just hello type of thing or did you ask him some questions about the league
2: (laughs) a little bit like i i asked like a little bit how how the hockey works here like uh, on the smaller eyes of course i know a little bit from playing before but uh uh some small stuff yeah
1: do you have any hobbies outside of hockey? I know that hockey's your job now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but do you have any more hobbies you like to do?
2: Uh, I played played tennis growing up, uh, and later on I played paddle tennis. If you know what that is, uh, oh, paddle you play tennis. Table tennis. Or? No, it's like inside of a glass. Like it's glass walls, mm-hmm. and you play two on two. It's same same like areas a tennis tennis um, court. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ball is a little bit little bit lighter, and the rackets is a little bit different, but you play two-on-two, and, two and it can bounce on the glass, too, and stuff, so it's fun. Did you play that with your brother? Uh, Yeah, we did sometimes, but I don't know if we're going to play with each other anymore. Yeah,
0: no, no. <laughs> Might be a little difficult. Yeah. Are you guys
2: competitive? Yeah, yeah. It was a little bit more when we grow up, like, living on under the same roof and stuff, but uh, still a little bit yeah of course when we're working out and stuff so who gets the better of each other in uh,
0: competition
2: well i have always been like a little bit longer a little bit stronger and stuff but he's he's on their way now and uh, <laughs> i gotta step up a little bit to still be ahead of him you know so uh, but i still win it yeah. <laughs> and you let him know that too yeah I'm of sure. course of course yeah
0: <laughs> Uh, when you were asked by Chris about the the two line mates, you, you mentioned a winger and you mentioned a center. The Hall of Famer Peter Forsberg. Where are you on that line? Are you uh, are you going to move Peter over to the wing, or are you going <laughs> to take the wing for a little bit?
2: A <laughs> couple of years back, I maybe moved him on the wing, but now now I played the wing like three years. So I guess as as I guess I will be on the wing.
0: Has that transition been? easy for you to move from that center spot to the wing
2: uh well i play. i started playing hockey as a wing and then i went to center and then i kept on going center like until two years ago so uh, and then wing again so but i always played wing on like national teams and stuff so uh yeah i i think it have been a little bit easier
1: i asked you about who you'd like to play with but and maybe it's Backstrom, but who yep, would you yep. want to play against this season?
2: Well, the best players, I guess, and uh, I guess to play against like Patrick Kane, uh, Sidney Crosby, uh, McDavid, of course, and, and the Swedish guys too. So like Eric Carlson and those 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 guys, and uh, uh, it would be if i if i'm still here it will be fun to to play against them so cool right yeah you grow up watching some of these
0: guys and and now you're going to play against them i think every player i've ever spoken with and chris i think you probably have experienced the same they look around the room that first time and they go well not only am i playing with that guy Uh, and that guy i'm going to play against that That, guy it's so exciting isn't it
2: exactly it is uh I guess the first preseason game when uh, PK went the no bucky too, uh, it was pretty cool too actually. So uh, yeah, fun to see.
1: How's it been like with with PK in the room? I mean, he's, obviously he's a nice personality. He's great.
2: He's he, yeah, <laughs> talking pretty much all the time and yokes uh, <laughs> around and uh, talking to those young guys too a lot. And uh, he he's a really nice guy and a good addition for the Devils.
0: Has he converted you to a Ric Flair whoo? <laughs> uh, a little bit, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Yavel, uh, which is where you played uh, for yep. Uh, Brunus. Yep. Uh, but you were born in a smaller town. F- yep. Falun, is that how you pronounce yep, it? Yep, yeah. exactly. How, how long? How long? Th- you were just born there?
2: I'm just born here. And it's like have... 20 minutes from my like real hometown or birth. Town, like, yeah,
0: what is life like in your real hometown? Uh,
2: in Hermura, uh, well, it's it's small, uh, you pretty much know all, all the people there, and uh, and they know you too. And uh, we have one ring there, and you have the keys there, so you can skate whenever you want and bring your friends and stuff. So, uh, well, it's it's fun,
0: you know, Chico Resch, who does the radio commentary with me. And he has mentioned many times when you hear about someone coming from a smaller town, you think, wow, what are the odds they should be from the bigger town where the competition is greater? And certainly players have come from Stockholm or from Toronto, et cetera. But he said, you don't realize every small town, and I'm sure it's true in Sweden as well, but he said every small town in Western Canada has a rink. And if you can get ice time and there aren't that many people who are trying to get on that ice, it benefits you. Did you get on the ice a yeah, lot with your brother?
2: Yeah, me and my bro have... been been alone there many many times and uh, a lot of hours and uh, and uh, when our father was uh, the coach there too uh, after every every those practices too and uh, uh, so uh, it's it's it's, have been fun to look back at and uh, uh, this was a dream then and now it's the truth so it's fun
1: very very cool yeah what uh, what kind of coach is your father with, with kind of hard. It's
2: yeah. hard, yeah. Against us, it's hard, yeah. Uh, I I think I said it before, but I don't think I've done a good game yet. So, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I guess I've learned to get criticized pretty pretty early and can handle it pretty good and uh, all that. So, uh, but of course, you've yeah, been been great to us too. So,
0: how far did he get as a as a player?
2: Uh, he he quit actually pretty early and played soccer. Uh, he played soccer in pretty high levels, but um, the hockey has always been his first like sport to to watch and stuff. So,
0: what's the first bit when he looks at one of your games? I'm wondering what the first bit of criticism might be. Is it hustle, being aggressive? Is it you just missed an opportunity? What what really fires him up and grates him? I, I
2: think when I don't work hard enough and. Uh, uh, early years when i played i i struggled st- st- with the stop and start i just floating around like so that was one one thing <laughs> so uh i guess that that have been better and uh, uh but a lot of like like if you don't wor- work hard enough you w- will not get anything thing like so pretty much that
1: I think that sounds pretty familiar. Doesn't mm. it, Maddie? Like yeah. w- w- John Hines is your coach now and he yeah. demands a lot out of his players. Yeah, yeah. He wants you to embrace the process, work hard every shift. But what's that transition been like to come over to John Hines mm. and what's he been like as a coach for you so far?
2: Well, it's different from before of course and uh, all that, but he he put put push us to like to to do that and all that so uh I guess I I like it so far.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it certainly has worked out. Uh, I I have to go back to to Sweden. So I did Mm -hmm. a little research, and forgive me for not realizing that you were just born in Falun and had moved Uh to another uh, city, uh, town. But I went on TripAdvisor, a website, Uh uh, and this was the top attraction in Falun. And it is Falugruva? Yeah. Uh, Probably not, or... Yeah, in Falu-
2: Swedish it's a uh, okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: well I kind of gave my New Jersey yeah. influence on it so it's a mine is that a, as I understand it correct it's uh, a copper mine
2: yeah exactly it's a, actually a huge copper mine like uh, it's a lot of people going there and watching see we had it in school to like a, a school trip there so um, uh, well I haven't been there in probably 8 years or so but uh, still remember how it, how it looked like and uh, all the history there too uh, so it's it's a cool place so that's something to do if we go back there uh, what if we go uh, to yaval what should we look to do uh, well it depends on the summers or or in the winter but summer it's a great summer city and a lot of good ret- restaurant and uh, uh, it's it's nice people there and uh, uh, yeah in the winters of course the yavlebokken so uh, what's that now? that big uh, whore the goat the goat yeah oh okay I didn't Javle realize that's, yeah. that's how yeah, yeah exactly the, the big goat so tell us of about course. the goat uh, well it's around Christmas there and uh, it's, uh have always burned burn, been burned down and it's put on a big pile. Uh, not really. It's like just on the grass. Grass, actually, on the snow there, and uh, it's they put up like um, around it.
0: Yeah, uh, like a fence or a cage. Yeah, of some yeah, sort. exactly.
2: So, uh, and on a lot of car- cameras nowadays. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's it's cool to see. But yeah.
0: So what? What's the tradition behind it? It's well, not a live goat. Uh, no, exactly. <laughs> just so people <laughs> we understand. Yeah. yeah, it's not a live goat.
2: Well, I don't know too much about it actually, but since since I moved there to to Yable, I've been there and watched when they how do you say when you watch it the first time like when you open it or
0: Right. Uh, uh, yeah. That would be it. Yeah, yeah opening, open, night,
2: opening Yeah, exactly. Day, yeah. Opening it. Neo. It's a lot of people there watching it, so uh, it's fun to be Fun to be here with friends and stuff to, to watch it. And then people try to burn it down. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but I think last year was the first time since I moved there. They they didn't burn it down, so uh, hopefully it will stay next year too. The cameras are working. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> You'll have to watch long distance though this yeah, year. You exactly, won't get close exactly. close view of it. Exactly. So now that you've made the team and as you said you'll be more nervous when you're making your debut what What do you hope to accomplish in this first year?
2: Uh, of course, help the team win and uh, uh, for myself be be of course a better player and uh, an an impact player to uh that the team can trust and coaches can trust so uh, and and of course win a lot of games and uh, make make the playoffs playoffs at first and uh, then take it from there.
1: I think this is maybe one of the most anticipated openers in a long time around here. <laughs> many uh, many years. Yeah, yeah. Many years. For you guys as a team you said I want to help the team win. No. What's the mood like in the locker room going into that first game knowing that there's a lot of hype around the season a lot of it uh
2: it's it's great i think yeah, obviously it's my first time in an nhl locker room but it seems like everybody's pumped to get going and uh it's yeah like you say it's a lot a lot of excitement in the room too i guess and uh it will be it will be really fun to to start tomorrow
0: as the Devils get ready to open up the season against Winnipeg. Jesper, thanks very much for a few moments of your time. Thank you. It's been Thank terrific.
2: You. Yeah, it's been fun. It wasn't so bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was fun. It was fun. Right, thanks, Jesper. Thank you.
0: I don't know why he was nervous. I thought his English
1: was terrific. <laughs> I thought it was great, and I and I really like that uh, we've shown him a place to go get Swedish meatballs as well. <laughs> like he's ready to go do that. You know, interesting kid and and, and great background, uh, great family, great hockey family. Uh, runs in his blood and I think uh, he's ready to make an impact on the Devils as we said in our open so really nice interview there with Jesper Boakfast.
0: So once again thanks to the Devils rookie for joining us thanks to my uh, sidekick my partner Chris Westcott thank you very much for listening I'm Matt Lachlan. this is the Devils official podcast.